This is Market Insights, the Market Pulse podcast by Oanda. I'm Johnny Hart. And I'm Trader Nick. Welcome back to the Market Insights, Market Pulse podcast. And today we're joined from New York by Oanda Senior Market Analyst, Ed Moyer. Good evening from London and good afternoon to you, sir. And uh, I welcome you to a very special Fed day. Yes, definitely a, a, a special Fed day to say the least. Kind of a you know an interesting fact here, Ed. As we we get started with the podcast here today, I just saw something come across my desk: twenty-two year high in terms of interest rates. Um, and another interesting fact that I that I heard is that for the last you know decade or so, the Fed has been very very um, kind of clear with their direction for the most part and stuck to what they say. So of course today we had the rate hike of twenty-five basis points, up to five point five percent here in the United States. And now, of course, the press conference, if you listened in afterwards at all, was just, of course, everybody asking about the future. Uh, Ed, did you pick up on anything noticeable in terms of today's Fed meeting uh, and post-commentary, post-press uh, conference uh, that, that stuck out to you? We could, you know, dissect modest versus moderate as far as growth goes. We could uh, go into um, the steady... Uh, data dependency stance that uh, the Fed has um, provided. But uh, for me, um, you know, what really kind of, uh, I think, surprised markets was when uh, when Fed Chair Powell during the press conference was talking about inflation. And he said uh, he doesn't see inflation at 2% until 2025. Um, so so, so I, I think, you know, the, you know, the Fed is pretty confident, uh, you know, that the economy is, is going to be in great shape. Uh, they're no longer forecasting a recession. Um, they, you know, they're, they have two inflation reports, two employment reports, uh, where they'll be able to get a better sense, you know, will they raise or hold in September? Um, and I think when you take a look at the, the market reaction, um, for the most part, there's a lot of confidence here that, uh, you know, the Fed is, is probably going to see further progress with inflation coming down, remember, it a year ago it peaked over nine percent. We're at three percent right now, at least for headline. Um, you know, core is obviously a little bit higher, but that is also expected to come down. And uh, I, th- I think for for a lot of people, you know, this has been a tough market to 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 get right. I, you know, we went from a regional banking crisis. We thought we were getting the impact of all these rate hikes early, um, and and now you know. Once we we saw you know the you know the, the government and Fed official Treasury everyone backstop the entire banking system you know it, it's like we got uh, more liquidity into the system and and, and now I think um, we're going to see the Fed's focus you know over these next few months shift um, you know they were predominantly just concerned about inflation but now they're equally I think uh, going to be um, you know fixating on how you know how quickly does the the economic data deteriorate and and i think we're 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 going to see a, a strong second quarter third quarter is going to soften and then i think fourth quarter we could get that first negative print um for gdp so we'll we'll see what happens but um for me it looks like there's a good chance that the fed is done and uh <clears throat> i think uh the Sticky argument is has been weakened a lot um, lately. Housing could heat up. That could 
I don't think the housing market is going to disrupt the disinflation process, despite some of the, the, the better numbers and trends that we've seen, the tight market, tight, uh, tight inventories. So we'll see what happens. But for now, it looks like equities got what they wanted. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to be focused solely and probably, I think, um, over these next few weeks on earnings. And we've still got a lot of big ones. Yeah, no, I think it's it's fair to say you mentioned that last part just about equities kind of seeing what they like. Um, you know, we have a couple, uh, some time to, to pass before the next major meeting, as you mentioned, in September. And uh, it did, you know, from from what I heard in, in um, Jerome Powell's commentary, there was a lot of just, uh, you know, that was one report, kind of defensive language as to be kind of expected with a with a man in, in his, uh, you know, position. Uh, but they did make nod to, you know, the economy staying decently strong uh, overall, you know, showing that resilience. So uh, it it did sound like a more than usual optimistic uh, Jerome Powell. I mean, some some um, you know earnings being okay today were, were something else that we got to talk about. Uh, we saw some notable uh, drops from from Microsoft and Google. Uh, Google, of course, kind of the shining star there. But Ed, uh, I'm not as familiar when it comes to individual stocks like that. So today, uh, what's your take on on kind of the earnings report that we got from those two? Well, I, I, you know, and I'm going to have to sneak in Meta because that's kind of uh, breaking right now. Uh, and uh, I think, um, you know, Meta, strong beat on revenue, guidance, double-digit growth, um, surpassing 3 billion monthly users. Um, that's a lot of people. <laughs> uh, so so it looks like, um, you know, that's good news for Meta. Um, I think their headcount is uh, shrinking by... 14% uh, from 2022. So, um, you know, you're, you're getting a lot of good signs, good, you know, strong subscriber numbers, uh, you know, good revenue. Um, and then, you know, I think they're going to, they're going to start to see um, higher infrastructure costs, but for now it looks like that's good enough for the stock. Um, um, but when you take a look at what we got from Microsoft and Alphabet, I think that was much more important. Um, Alphabet, um, really kind of showing that, yes, they were late to the AI game, but there's a lot of optimism there. I think you're going to start to see, uh, you know, search, you know, obviously still a key driver for them. Um, and, and I think, you know, they're going to have Google launch two AI powered advertising products. So they're, you know, they're, 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 they're making a lot of progress with all their revenue streams. YouTube was pretty impressive. I think over 2 billion users now. So, um, very, very strong numbers. Microsoft, I mean, Microsoft's been on one heck of a run. And, you know, I mean, their clouds, you know, finally, you know, there's a little bit of a slowdown that's expected. Um, and they're, you know, they try tempered a little bit of that AI optimism. But, I mean, I think whatever, you know, downside we saw with Microsoft, it's, you know, I don't think anyone's really anticipating uh, a significant reversal in this AI trade. It's still early cycle, and I think you'll still see people be buying that. But um, I think people are, you know, probably going to spread a little bit of that into to Alphabet. And I mean, we, we we'll still have to wait to see what we get from Amazon and also um, Apple as well uh, in, in the next uh, week or two. And uh, this is this has been a very good earnings season. I think you know we've we've this is a peak earnings season week. Um, it seems we're getting a lot more earnings beats than not. Um, so with the messaging that we've gotten about the economy, I think there's good reason to remain optimistic. And that's why stocks are stocks are doing pretty amazing. Uh, you know, we're starting to see market breadth because that economic outlook is, is improving. The Dow 
you know, Dow Jones Industrial Average is, you know, having one hell of a run here because they keep on, you know, um, you know, rising. And uh, this this streak uh, um, is um, extremely impressive. And I think you're probably going to see that for, 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 you know, the stock market rally to extend, we needed to see market breadth. And now we're finally seeing that. Um, you know, 13 days uh, of gains for, you know, the Dow was is the best run since 1987. And, and I, I think there's there's a lot of uh, momentum that is coming from earnings. So um, we'll see if that, that risk-on mood um, remains. But remember, if, if this economy is too strong, then that's going to support the argument for more Fed tightening. But I think for now, there is still expectations for slowdown. And uh, that's why, you know, stocks are getting their their perfect world right now where they're they're getting enough you know optimism about you know from these guidance um from key key companies that uh, is is allowing people to stay in equities um and that's probably why we're, we're going to see um i think a lot of people anticipate that whatever slowdown we get it's going to be short-lived and uh, that's why the feds you know even abandoning their recession call yeah no it's an interesting kind of dynamic when you talk about um just just the economic growth there was there was one I, i'm not exactly sure that the name of the person that asked the question in the um the audience today but following uh, of course the interest rate decision there was the the press conference and um someone asked specifically something along those lines is growth uh you know some of the the lady who who mentioned the 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 question she said is a is a good summer you know economic activity if there's a strong summer of activity is that going to uh, raise alarms for the for you know the, the Fed's mandate that their plan to get things um, inflation under control um, and and Jerome Powell's response was somewhere along the lines of growth is good growth is fine and uh, you know we'll of course continue to watch the numbers and and that's kind of the defensive play that we mentioned previously uh jerome powell staying on that course of uh you know if if the next meeting they see different data they're going to kind of go with that but i think you know you made the mention there's one important reference i want to talk about compared to like last year where we get out of these fed meetings and at the end of the press conference inflation's rising there's no signs of it really cooling and um it would just kind of be like uh you know our more rate hike coming and drone powers be like we're going to continue to stay strong on our thing we heard that for so many meetings in a row and it would every time it would leave you kind of like well what's going to happen next that's kind of scary and as you know when you're talking about markets especially um you know equities markets uncertainty is not good so now we're leaving these fed meetings with you know we're gonna we're gonna watch and, and keep an eye on it but the, like you mentioned, the stock market kind of loves that environment where um, there is growth and there's no pressing red flag alarm that Jerome Powell keeps, um, you know, pounding the drums on. So it is an interesting uh, change in pace, I guess, from a year ago. Uh, and, and the indices just running so strong uh, is kind of, and I would say, justified by that. So should be interesting to see where we go from there. But of course, we've got uh, more uh, conferences and interest rate decisions, not so much out of the U.S. for this week, but Tomorrow, we, of course, uh, have more stuff coming from the ECB. Where are you at with that, Ed? I mean, <clears throat> in terms of uh, just central bank examinations, not just here in the United States, but broadening it out to, to everywhere, um, where, you know, the U.S. is clearly kind of making headway. Where do you see the ECB in relation to them? You know, I, I think, you know, the ECB is, they're still in rate hiking mode. They're going to, you know, flag September. It's, it's wide open. 
they're going to signal no rate cuts are happening anytime soon. And, uh, you know, obviously they have a lot more work to, 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 to do with inflation. And, uh, I think there's probably, you know, good reason to anticipate that, uh, though that we'll, we'll start to see the disinflation process accelerate or improve. Um, but, but, you know, they're, 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 they're getting close to the end of their tight tightening cycle as well. I think there's good reason to, to anticipate the slowdown in data is also going to prove to, to be supported for that. And, um, what concerns me is energy prices. I think you're going to start to see that, that, I mean, like we've, we've had gas go up like what, 10 cents in the last couple of days here. Um, <laughs> I think for, for a lot of people, though, uh, going into this winter, this is going to be interesting to see, um, you know, how how we, we, we see natural gas and uh, crude prices um, behave. But um, for, for, I think, markets' expectations right now, ECB, they're, you know, I think, easy decision next uh, for tomorrow. But I think most likely um, they're leaning towards one more in September, and then that's probably going to be it. I think um, you're going to start to see further weakness in the data. Their you know, inflation is going to start to really tumble, so they're 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 going to be done. And I think overall, though, you know, we're near the end of tightening for all these major central banks. Yep, of course. And and again, the the central bank Game of Thrones is always something we try and keep up to date with on the podcast. Um, you know, this this week we follow this this Fed meeting. This was probably the big piece of information, which is why, of course, we we time this podcast to try and keep you guys up to date. But the ECB will also be important, and we will be doing a podcast for that tomorrow, similar to this one, following and giving you guys coverage on that. Uh, Ed, thanks for answering some of my questions. Johnny, thanks for hosting and. Uh, Look forward to tomorrow's podcast. Market Insights, the Market Pulse podcast by Oanda.